Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We finally understand why Josh Hart opted into his player option with the New York Knicks. An NBA insider recently gave us some information on what the contract extension the New York Knicks will offer Josh Hart will be. And it's an extremely lucrative deal. Also, Josh Hart could play spot minutes at the power forward position next season. We're going to break down all of this and more today. Let's get started. The New York Knicks will reportedly extend Josh Hart to a near $80 million contract extension. Now, this was first reported by Ian Bagley of SNY. According to Ian Bagley, Josh Hart's eventual contract extension will be for four years and just under $80 million. Hoopsype gave us more information into this matter when they broke down Ian Bagley's report a little further. According to them, Josh Hart will sign a long-term extension with the New York Knicks in August once he becomes eligible. His maximum extension number would be $81 million for over four years, and Bagley hears the veteran wing will receive slightly less than that figure. It seems highly likely that Hart exercised his player option in order to give the Knicks more financial flexibility in free agency with a handshake agreement on an extension. This is massive news coming from SNY's Ian Bagley. It speaks to the point that in August, Josh Hart will get an extension from the New York Knicks worth upward to $80 million. I peg it at around 76 to $78 million. That's around what Josh Hart is likely going to get from the New York Knicks. And Ian Bagley doubled down on that when he stated that it's going to be less likely to be $80 million and slightly under that figure. So a 76 to $78 million payday for Josh Hart seems likely. And this explains a lot. Instead of going through with the New York Knicks negotiation talks initially when he was supposed to, he extended it till Thursday... So that way the New York Knicks could explore free agents more. And that's likely why they signed Dante DiVincenzo. And DiVincenzo's deal, by the way, works out to be close to $12.5 million, which is very, very close to the non-taxpayer mid-level exception the New York Knicks created of $12.4 million when Josh Hart opted in. You see how all of these things make sense here? It's clear that Josh Hart opted in so the New York Knicks could sign one of his very good friends in Dante DiVincenzo. But that's not the only reason that he did that. He's also waiting till August to go ahead and get that contract extension from the New York Knicks, allowing the Knicks even more flexibility to see what type of moves they may want to make going in further to this offseason. But Josh Hart would not have opted in without some type of handshake agreement that the New York Knicks were going to take care of him and give him a long-term deal with a lot of money tied to it. If anything, Josh Hart left about a couple of million dollars on the table by opting into his player option. 
The Knicks know that. And Josh Hart knows that. The Knicks are absolutely going to make it right by offering Josh Hart a lucrative contract extension in August. And you heard it here first. I think that contract extension is going to be 76 to 78 million. Not the full 81 million that he could make. He's not going to get that, I don't think. It's going to be right under it, like Ian Bagley stated, probably around 76 to 78. But that's still a lot of money to tie in to somebody who's likely going to be coming off of your bench. There's a lot of reasons why the New York Knicks may want to offer Josh Hart a lucrative contract deal of up to $80 million. But one of the main reasons why is his impact as soon as he joined the Knicks organization. If you take a look at these numbers, Josh Hart averaged 10.2 points, 7 rebounds, and 3.6 assists in 25 games for the New York Knicks this past season. And here is where it gets even more interesting. 58.6% shooting from the field and 51.9% shooting from three. That is extraordinary. In 25 games with the New York Knicks, as soon as he was traded to the Knicks, he started hitting threes at an extraordinary clip. 51%? He wasn't shooting it that good when he was in Portland. But as soon as he came to the Knicks, that fit just mattered. And it meant something. And it helped his game rise to a level that nobody expected. Beside KD at the trade deadline, you can make the argument that there was no more impactful addition to a team than Josh Hart. He did some great things with the New York Knicks. He helped us win so many games when he was added. When he was first added to the Knicks, it's like we couldn't lose. We went on a winning streak. He is a hustle, passionate player. That's why New York Knicks fans fell in love with him. That's why the New York Knicks organization fell in love with him. And that's why that contract extension is on the table. The regular season is only half of the story, though. If you want the full story, you need to look at the playoffs. And that's what's concerning to me. I don't want to give Josh Hart so much money. And he's coming off of our bench. And this is what he gave us in the playoffs. Playoff production for Josh Hart. 10.4 points. 7.4 rebounds, 2.2 assists, and 11 games for the Knicks in the playoffs this past season. So the numbers that Josh Hart gave you here are pretty similar to the numbers he gave you during the regular season. But here are the key numbers that are a bit shocking. Josh Hart shot 47.9% from the field and 31.3% from three. Regular season... 51.9%. Playoffs, 31.3%. That is a near 20% drop-off from three. I don't know what happened, but he couldn't buy a bucket. Everything in terms of his offensive gifts that he helped give us when he was traded here during the regular season went away in the playoffs. He was doing fake-outs at the baseline with nobody near him. Because he was afraid to shoot the three. And I think everybody could see that. Even the opposing team. So that's something you got to consider when giving Hart an extension. But I think the regular season is going to go a long way. I think the Knicks will forgive his playoffs as the first time he was there. So jitters and whatnot. And I think they expect him to be better when he gets to the playoffs again. And hopefully that is next season. But in regards to Josh Hart, 
This is why he's going to get that long-term deal. It's really this production here. What he did with the Knicks in the regular season cannot be understated, and his impact to the team was extremely, extremely high. You can't take that away from him, and that's mainly why the New York Knicks are going to offer him such a large contract extension. Josh Hart could play some power forward next season for the New York Knicks. Nope. I didn't mean small forward, which is his more natural position. Power forward. At least that's the report that came out from Hoops Hype and Michael Scotto. So if you look at this report here, Hoops Hype has learned that Josh Hart is also expected to get some minutes as a small ball power forward. So you're comfortable with giving Josh Hart, six foot five Josh Hart, some minutes at the power forward position, likely with Randall at the five, but you're not okay with giving Obi Toppin some minutes at the four and Randall at the five? Make it make sense to me. Now I know Josh Hart plays bigger than his position and Josh Hart, more than not, gets a lot of rebounds for his size. So I'll give him that. I'm not saying Josh Hart's a bad player. He's a great player. What I'm saying is it's egregious to say and report that you're going to give Josh Hart some minutes next season, even spot minutes at the power forward position, the four position behind Julius Randle or even playing with Randle at the five, but you weren't going to do that for Obi Toppin. You let Obi Toppin walk for two future second round picks and you wouldn't give him any time with Julius Randle. If Josh Hart is playing some spot minutes at the four position, that means at the five position, you're getting Julius Randle. That's likely what that means. And if I see Hart and Randle play minutes together on the court next season, six or seven minutes at least, it'll be a travesty because that would tell me that Thibodeau just chose to never play Toppin and Randle together for even six to seven minutes in spot amount of times. So that way Toppin's value could rise and potentially his minutes per game could rise and maybe he doesn't feel bad and doesn't want to leave to go to Indiana. But now you're hearing that reports are indicating that Josh Hart could potentially play some small ball power forward. It's ridiculous to me. I love Josh Hart, but he's six foot five. All due respect to Josh Hart, his abilities, his skill set, and everything he does for the New York Knicks. I want to see him as a two or three next season. Nowhere close to being a four. Not even in spot minutes. Give those minutes to Isaiah Roby or another Knicks player that better fits that position. Please and thank you. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.